welcome to another episode of Polished Gems with your host, Jacinta Martin. Join me as we rediscover our shine by learning how to rebuild with the nine fruits of God's Spirit. Hello and welcome to another episode of Polished Gems. Here we talk about how we can develop and improve ourselves with the nine fruits of God's Spirit. I am your host, Jacinta Martin, and I'm the creator of the blog, Fruitful Gems. I'm also an author, a real estate agent in the state of Georgia, and a mom of two children. Now, I want to jump right into our topic tonight. Our topic is about joy, and the blog of focus that we want to pull from is called How to Rebuild Your Joy No Matter the Circumstance. So let me give you just a brief description of what this blog was about um, due to the fact that I wrote this one for the blog. It is about when circumstantial joy is. It is the joy that comes when your money is not funny, your marriage is straight, and your family's doing well, your job or your business is going right. But the second something goes wrong, that joy that you once had quickly disappears. Now let me know if you can relate to that. Uh, Definitely leave us a comment and and share um, on our website as well where you can find the blog. Let me know if that's ever happened to you. So let me give you a little background about why I wrote this. I wrote this because I was in a particular pruning season. I was in a season where God was cutting out everything that was not like him. So those seasons, especially um, for us as humans, tend to be kind of hard. And what I mean by hard is it normally is we're going through a growing or stretching god is trying to pull something out of us but also allow us to um grow in our mindset grow in our thought process of how we go about doing things and even at times it can be growing in what we say and how we respond right now he does these growing um seasons or pruning seasons as it's called sometimes in the um to help create a clean heart and a pure heart within us. Now that's actually found in Psalms 51:10, where he wants to create this clean and pure heart so that we have right motives, right? When we do things out of right motive, we can do it where we can also hear guidance and instruction for him. So as I mentioned before, this process is not easy. It's not easy to go through. But one of the things that I've learned along my particular journey is that God never promised me that my faith journey or my faith walk or learning to increase even in the fruits of his spirit would ever be a cakewalk. He never said it would be easy. One of the things that he did promise us, though, is that in Deuteronomy 31 and 6, that he would never leave us nor forsake us. So what that means is we will still always um have someone with us as we walk our journey out we will always have someone who would provide guidance right we get that through the holy spirit so a lot of times it's in the pruning season to lean into god to understand which way to go how to do it what to do right so that we can do it um with his heart in mind right as well so for me so just to give you back guys some background for me My pruning seasons have been some of the hardest seasons on top of with a lot of responsibility, stretching and growth. 
um, I I would get into those seasons where I would feel like, okay, I'm joyful today, but tomorrow, oh my goodness, getting out of bed was hard, getting um, up to get dressed or even motivated for work was hard. Just finding that motivation to still stay joyful even in the process of serving, right? Um, for me, a lot of my um, work that I do, because I wear many hats, not only do I run this blog, um, Fruitful Gems, uh, not only have this podcast, but as I mentioned earlier, I'm an author. I also work um, for a publishing company that works with authors, and I manage um, teams and people and things of that nature. And what ends up happening is when I go through those things and I wear my different hats, I a lot of times in my pruning seasons, learning to do things um, not necessarily well, well is not the word, it's more so learning to do it with a good heart, a good clean heart and a good clean motive, right? Where there's no, um, uh, where there's growth to learn how to do it even better because God will show us those moments so that I can also keep joy because uh, those moments always come up with uh, problems to solve, things that need to be fixed, So as we learn to fix them, it is uh, how we can also understand that the joy can slip away during those times. But what I'm here to tell you is not just that the joy can slip away, is that you can rebuild. So let's dive into how do we rebuild. So tip number one, to rebuild your joy, you must first understand what joy is from God's perspective. I'm going to go ahead and say that again. Tip number one to rebuilding your joy, you must first understand what, jo what joy is from God's perspective. Now, I know you're wondering, okay, so how am I supposed to know that? It can, what it basically means, and joy is defined as shouting or singing aloud, rejoicing, or even a battle cry. We can learn from this that joy is not based on our feeling, in our feelings. It's actually shown in James 1, 2 through 4 in the Passion Translation. It says this, it says, my fellow believers, when it seems as though you are facing nothing but difficulties, see it as an invaluable opportunity to experience the greatest joy that you can. For you know that when your faith is tested, it stirs a power within you to endure all things. And then, as your endurance grows even stronger, it will release perfection into every part of your being until there is nothing missing and nothing lacking. What that basically means is that joy, the joy that God desires to develop to develop in us is one that no matter the storm, the test, the trial, the bump in the road that we face, nothing will separate us from him because he's trying to work out our endurance. He's working out our endurance to keep going, to realize that joy does not have to be circumstantial. Our faith doesn't have to be circumstantial. When we can learn that the fruit of his spirit is not because, okay, today we got a promotion or today something great happened to us. We can realize even in the good and the bad days that God is still there, that 
nothing is lacking in our faith, that nothing is lacking when it comes to joy, meaning we can still find joy. We can still hold on to joy in each of those moments. So definitely, I encourage you um, again to go look up James chapter 1, verses 2 through 4, and hold on to that verse, even if you need to recite it over and over again to yourself, or write it out so that you can see it. Hold on to that one, especially if you're going through difficulties, um, and it seems like you're not sure where your joy is. So tip number two, let's dive right into that. It says, as we walk out God's instructions, which produces our trust in him, is how we get to experience joy. So I'm going to read that one more time. Tip number two is as we walk out God's instructions, which produces our trust in him, is how we get to experience joy. So if you've ever come to God for whether it be your first time or you've been in the Christian faith for a while. It's in coming to him to ask for instruction. It's in our instruction that builds up our trust that we actually start to exercise and understand what joy actually looks like on our journey with him. We get to understand what it looks like as we walk out our faith, as we walk out our salvation and work it out. We get to see it's in the instruction. It's in the trusting of trusting of God, right? That joy grows over time. So let don't take my word for it. Let me give you some biblical reference to understand. Um, in Psalms 119, uh, verse 2, the Passion Translation shows us what joy overwhelms everyone who keeps the ways of God. Those who, um, him, as their heart's passion. So those who keep God's um, ways are the ones whose hearts and their passions um, become more like his, right? We learn that when we start to line up with God's joy, um, with his heart for matters, for his um his thought process for things and his mindset for things. That's when we get to experience even more and more joy. We get to understand it from his perspective. Now, um, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back in a moment. All right, we're back and let's continue. I want to ask this question and go ahead and write it down if you'd like or even answer it to yourself. How, how have you kept the ways of God even in this season? Right? The reason why I ask that is because the Bible verse in Psalms 119.2 said, For everyone who keeps the ways of the Lord, that those are the ones that understand his heart's passion, right? He even draws nearer to our heart's passions. So what, how have you kept the ways of the Lord in this season? What are some things that you've done that God has instructed you to do? Have you followed through with those? Have you actually moved forward with those? I know even for me, there have been many times that I tried to follow God um, and 
and others when I have not actually followed him or followed his instructions that I heard. What I can say is that I've seen my most significant transformations when I chose to partner with God and do life with him. It's even through my um, financial hardships that have come and gone, my misguided relationships that have come and gone, and so much more that I know that life has become even more worth living and joy has been even found to be um, more sweet, even sweeter when I've learned to trust God and, and, and do the instruction that he has shown me. That's when I learned that the joy of the Lord is my strength. That became a full-fledged, live-it-out moment, a full-fledged um, walking-in-it moment as well, right? So why should we even learn to rebuild joy in our life? I'll tell you why. Proverbs 17:22 says, A joyful, cheerful heart brings healing to both the body and the soul, but the one whose heart is crushed struggles with sickness and depression so and that's in the passion translation i'm going to read that one more time for you guys just so that can resonate even further it says in proverbs chapter 17 verse 22 it says a joyful cheerful heart brings healing to both body and soul but the one whose heart is crushed struggles with sickness and depression so for anybody who has ever struggled with sickness or depression, what we've learned to do is, um, what we've learned actually about that is that it's not the most effective way to live, right? There's always um, uh, ways that you want to go back into bed. There, There's times that you don't even want to interact with people or things that are needed, right, to get you to live out your best life, live out your purpose um, that God has seen for you. Um so reason why we need to get to a point where we operate in a joyful, cheerful heart is because it brings healing to our, our bodies and our souls. And as I mentioned before, the way we do that is by keeping the ways of God. So I pray today that you choose joy, but not only that, that you choose to keep the ways of God and the ways that you can do that are really, really simple. So let me explain. The next step to understanding the ways of God are to simply ask. When we say prayer and meditation in the Christian community, that's what we're talking about. We're talking about actually asking God for things. Um, and let me clarify things. We're not just asking, so, hey, God, today I want a car. That's not what we're asking. What we're asking is, God, um, what is one thing that I can do to increase? To have more joy in my life today when you ask that it's waiting for his instruction if it's his instruction are turn on worship music well then follow through with the instruction and turn on the worship music right so after you do that and you let's say you do that you feel better then you go okay then you get another question um, it can be the following day what's one thing that I can do to, in to increase my joy today and he tells you something else and you do that. You're learning to trust him in his ways and his heart for you, right? Because what you'll realize is as you start to talk to God and actually have a create a relationship with God and partner with him in creating that relationship, you'll start to realize that he tailor makes things for you. What I mean by that is 
for me, it might be worship music. For you, it might be you need to go talk to someone. Or it might be take a moment to yourself and just sit silently to release everything. He'll give you exactly what fits and works for your personality, but what also allows you to trust him a little bit more. Trust him a little bit more that he knows and loves you very much. So um, with that being said, God might even instruct you to connect with a church or that you need to follow through with whatever his last instruction may have been. But also it could be to go see a, a mental health professional if you're struggling with things such as depression or even sickness um, of some sort. Or it even could be a, a medical professional as well, right? Because what he wants to do is also restore our healthy mindsets um, so that we can start to... Um, follow his ways that he uh, that lead toward a cheerful and joyful heart right so whatever God need whatever God shows you it, that works for you that is needed for you for your life that's tailor-made for you to help you rebuild your joy so it's not just circumstantial I encourage you deeply and desperately to follow what he says no matter the circumstance because when you follow through with it you will start to see a change you will start to see your life change for the better over time and it's in those small small steps of things that he asks you to do so i pray that this has been a blessing tonight i pray that you have gained from this that your joy does not have to be circumstantial it does not have to be here today and gone tomorrow because what god can do is show you how to do it with just um with you allowing him to change your heart to change your mindset about what joy looks like we think joy is wrapped up in happiness that i have to be happy every single day but that is not the case joy can be come a part of your daily life as you spend more time with him learning his ways as he creates in, within you a clean heart and you move from that to trusting him in his instruction as well you will learn that joy does not have to be circumstantial and that it can follow you all the days of your life so i just want to say thank you so much for tuning in i really appreciate you all leave me a comment if you're listening to this on uh on different platforms also leave me a comment on our website which is fruitfulgems.com again till next time this has been another episode of polished gems Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Polished Gems. Please make sure to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. Also, head over to FruitfulGems.com. That's F-R-U-I-T-F-U-L-J-E-M-S.com and become a part of our family to receive your free guide, Discovering Your Worth Through the Fruit of God's Spirit. Until next time.